back to another episode of Two Open Minds. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It has been. Welcome back. My name is Amina. I'm Jake. Are you sure you're Jake? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, that's what my mom calls me. Well, so. Or Jacob Michael, okay. right? Yeah, well, what's my last name? Trevino. Oh, nice. What kind of <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember mine? Because we had a problem in like the first couple of episodes, remember? Uh, Jafari. My first name. Oh, uh, Fatime. Good job. We had a big argument about yeah. this. Remember. Anyways, welcome back. Today we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. She's she's alright, but she's very special. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Elise. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you guys don't know who she is, which you probably don't, but I've mentioned her before. She is my best friend since sixth grade. Mm-hmm. How long has that been? Like it's been twelve years. Twelve years? Twelve yeah. years, thirteen. Yeah. I can't believe I have an ability to hold a friendship that long. I know. That's me too. Good. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> hey. Okay. It took a lot of yeah, it really is. No, it's I love you. Yeah. Anyways, um, but let's talk about how we met. Okay. Do you want me to bring it up, or yeah, you want to bring it up? Go ahead. Do your take. Okay. My take. <laughs> okay. So we were in sixth grade, and she just came back to the school, and um, we were in the bathroom. She finished. She was in the bathroom washing her hands, and then I come out, and then I see her, and then all of a sudden I look up in the ceiling, and there's wet rolls of toilet paper on the ceiling. And then she looks, and I'm like, oh. And then I just throw, and then she starts throwing it, and then... That's technically really how that's we not start. My no, that's <laughs> literally how we really. No. Start. Okay, aside from your mom walking I by. I remember. And me. No, no, no. Though that was the first day, and this was a couple days later that we actually met. Interacted in, really. in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. The first time I met you, she thought you were Monica. Oh, which, which was this is, other girl that went to her. Yeah. Okay. So, but. We saw you there, met you, thought you were really sweet and nice. My mom still brings it up. <laughs> and um, we, yeah, a few days later, we met each other in the bathroom. And I think I was just going in there, and then you were in there washing your hands with me. I don't think, I think we, I just. I yeah, thought you went to the bathroom. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. I could have. Um, but we, yeah, so we started talking, and you're like, and I think you were trying to break the ice or something. I That's usually know. what I do. Yeah, yeah, because we were talking, and then you're like, you're like, oh, look up there. I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then we just started, you know, and we started. Yeah, and yeah. Then, we'll see. Yeah. Pretty much. I just dumbed it down a little bit. But yeah. that's pretty much that's how pretty we much it, became friends. She yeah. trusted me with throwing <laughs> white toilet papers on the ceiling. And that's, that's a how beautiful I, start to yes. a beautiful friendship. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> mm, that's all right. Anyway, <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Um, Whatever you want. I mean, the most so vague much. question yeah, to ask someone vague. ever. Do you want to ask her anything? Because you no, don't know her as well I mean, as I do. Do you want me to go ahead? I mean, if you had an answer okay, to yeah, the, the yeah. vague. So, um, I mean, I'm Elise. <laughs> I'm 24 years old, and I am a student, and I work. Um, Where do you work? I work at Scripps. I'm a phlebotomist. Um, it's kind of like an entryway into getting in the medical field. I'm going to school. PA is my goal. Um, I'm still open to wherever I feel like God is leading me. Um, but I, yeah, so, and I, I love my friends, love my family, and, you know, so. 
She loves rats. <laughs> Me and my sister. Okay. We had no. pet rats growing up, so that I, was our thing, and we've had we, they're so sweet and cute. And I always talk about nice. how I would like yeah. kill them, and we always yeah. have. Well, to I know. <laughs> this, Do you, not, you don't like this, rats? No, I. Listen, I was traumatized <laughs> as a kid. Okay, in Why? my house. Remember the house on La Costa? Oh, I think we I would literally that. have. We had a family of rats, like <laughs> being birthed in un, in our uh, washer. And every day, I would wake up in the morning, and I would just see them running in our house when I go because I was the first one <laughs> to wake up to go to school. And then we started planting traps. And every freaking day, I would see the poor freaking rat had its like foot stuck <gasps> on a trap, and it was like oh pulling God, its foot. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so. I cannot hear that. Oh my god. Oh, you said yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> She's. That's evil. It's a rat that gave birth. I cannot. <laughs> Ugh, I have stories I can tell you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so, anyways. That's one of the ways we're different. But. <laughs> one? <laughs> one of the ways. Oh, God. Okay. Um, anything else? Uh, no, so I think we'll get more into it. Do you yeah. want to ask her anything? Uh, no, I mean, if any questions come up, I'll, I'll shoot them toward you. Okay. I'm ready. But right. Elise has a question for us, apparently. Did well, you, oh, wait. Did you think I thought we were supposed to wait till the end. No, that's why we open no, up. This is the, this is the oh. icebreaker. It's the icebreaker. Okay. Because we always start with that. Did you have one? Did you need a little more time? Um, I feel like I can bring up one, but I feel like I should have more time to actually feel like I can bring up like a really good one. Okay. Yeah. So we'll give you yeah. five seconds. Ready? Okay. That's five seconds enough time to ask <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. What, <clears throat> what in today are you, what, what brought the most meaning to your day today? What are you guys most thankful for today? Okay. You, you first on that. You think I'm, about. I choose you. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, for today, I was most thankful for the time I spent for my parents when I took them out to a really nice lunch, and they were surprised, and they were happy, and we got to really just, like, appreciate each other's time, especially since I've been busy for the past couple of weeks, so I never really had time to just kind of talk to them and just kind of, like, enjoy each other's company, and that made me very thankful because it really like you really take your parents for granted i've realized that Mm -hmm. and every day as as days go by and i'm realizing that like time is going by faster you really can't dictate anything in your world in your life that like it's so important to like appreciate the people you have i actually um one of uh ritaj one of my really good friend her really good friend her really good friend's cousin was they were sorry it was complicated but they were walking on the long (laughs) i was trying to like follow that string (laughs) my really good friend's (laughs) friend's cousin was um they were walking on the sidewalk of long beach sunday yeah no halloween night and a car drunk driver hit them and the dad died the mom and the baby boy are in critical condition oh right now. Oh, no. And like, like literally, like take you, we take your fa- our family for granted because you don't know yeah. like in a split second that could happen and then uh, a one-year-old baby just lost his dad. Like, Jeez. I mean, not to be sad, but like it's just like, just, no. 
I mean, we just heard what? Like, we just heard the news about. That's going to be my answer. Actually. Yeah, okay, okay, so, okay. So, my answer is going to be I'm thankful for today uh, the information that I was, <laughs> I was given that my manager has been battling cancer for 18 months. And he didn't tell anybody until he released a, a little letter that he wrote. But it just kind of forced me to realize that life is extremely short. That and, cause I, I mean, I think about that every day, that life is short. I mean, I have reminders everywhere telling me that. But the fact that he held that from all of us for 18 months just made me realize that even more so that everybody is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. And so the next time you decide to flip someone off because someone cuts you off on, on the road or something, it's like, well, what if that person's speeding to rush their child to the emergency room or something? You know, it's like, you, you don't know. And same, like everybody has something that they're either self-conscious about or scared about or whatever. So that can come off in a number of negative ways and it's just best to empathize with as many people as you can mm -hmm. and yeah I mean it was just a real eye-opener and scary and sad <clears throat> but he's taken it really well so hopefully uh hopefully he pulls through yeah and hopefully what, what is it going into remission yeah right? as soon as the cancer kind of subsides hopefully hopefully he goes into sub submission soon yeah but what about you Elise? yeah that's true yeah mine's kind of like along the same lines I mean I'm just thankful for waking up and being healthy and it's so true we see things all over the news and I just had it wasn't like a big thing but I mean like a minor thing like it wasn't <coughs> scary with my health it was just I just wasn't feeling good and like I had like heart palpitations at mm. one point um, and it was all due to iron deficiency, which I found out, which is really common um, in people, but it's more common in women. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I mean, like, just even just that just made me really realize, like, how lucky we are for our health and for things to stay in, like, the normal, everyday flow of what we're, what we're comfortable with. And, I mean, just having our family and, um, you know, everything in life. So... I think it's just health and just being here and yeah 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 literally like every day when you like look at your life and just the fact that you wake up in a house on a bed you go to the kitchen and you have food and you have like like you have nothing to worry about compared to other people it gives you like a sense of comfort and hope and faith that you know you're you're so blessed to have what you have because so many people, so many people don't and like that we don't even know anything about. Like yeah. there are so many people battling with things in life that they have all this wealth and success that's covering it up. But like in the deep root of it, like what's really going on in their life, you have nothing no. And I mean, I think we're all like um, people that like I mean I do I like I'll like unintentionally just judge someone like without like not even knowing and then I realize I'm like crap like I don't know what's going on like I'm not sure how this person's living their life and what they're battling with like who am I to say something you know yeah. so it really puts life into perspective absolutely <clears throat>
Well, yeah. talking about faith and hope, we're gonna good segue. Got you. I got you. I was just waiting for it to give a key word, and I was like, okay, now I know what to say. I've been successful so far on most episodes. Um, our hot topic of the day mm-hmm. is gonna be on religion. And I told Jake it was actually a topic I was kind of hesitant on, but I think after talking to you about it, I think it'll be a really good discussion to have because we'll talk about it. We're three people with very different perspectives on it and Mm -hmm. three open minds for today. That's right. (laughs) Um, And I think religion is such an important thing to talk about and like really like kind of like give our perspectives on it and like allow people to really like formulate their thoughts and opinions on what they believe and you know sometimes we're pressured to believe in something that we really don't want to believe and we need like time to figure out what we want in our life you know Mm -hmm. so i think before we start we should just be clear that none of us are experts (laughs) we need to be clear (laughs) on every episode no we really like like, it's just life experience because religion is just such a touchy (laughs) subject for people and honestly, it shouldn't be, in my opinion. I feel like you should be able to openly talk about it without, you know, being triggered or yeah. upset by what somebody says or believes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I I'm. Think it's, go no, ahead. no. I think it's when people start like forcing their opinions on on other yeah, people yeah. is when people get defensive. Definitely. Um. So, yeah. I think that, that's a really good point. Yeah. And like, it's kind of like the opposite of what we like to look at things. It's closed-minded people people Mm -hmm. are very closed-minded and like you said they get very defensive and um they're those people that believe that like their way is the right way and that's it but the world doesn't work that way totally and and i feel like most like i'm not an expert in religion whatsoever but i feel like most religions teach you to be accepting of others beliefs and not try to force your belief on them absolutely yeah that's very true but i feel like a lot of people are good at taking things out of context and Mm -hmm. kind of like manipulating in a way that doesn't come that way but like rather force it on you Um, but we can talk about that Mm -hmm. soon um so let's talk about first what do we each believe in or don't believe in or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it elise want to do the honors uh yeah so i am christian i grew up christian um and I mean, I've kind of been <coughs> off and on. I haven't always been completely practicing um, Christianity. I've always believed in God, always loved God, always kind of seen or felt like he was working in my life and everyone else's. Um, but so the basis of Christianity is um, Jesus Christ died on the cross for everyone's sins. And then through him you have salvation, and um, and then that's how you kind of have a bridge to God. So that's kind of that is what I believe. Um, I'm still I'm still on my journey to finding everything that you know I feel is completely personal to me and and what I really feel convicted about when it comes to religion. But I believe in God. I love God. He is front and center in my life, first and foremost. Um, and I mean, the basis is also to love everyone and accept everyone, like you were saying. Um, so yeah. that's where I'm at. 
have questions I want to ask you. Yeah. But first, let's <laughs> talk about each one, and then we can sure. kind of dive sure. in Come on the questions. So I am, I was born and raised Christian, uh, but throughout my life, I've kind of gone back and forward, kind of like you. But at the moment, if I had to put a title on it, I guess I would say I'm agnostic uh, with quotation marks around it. Because, I mean, it's hard to deny, like, it's hard to look around at the world and be like, this came from nothing. That is so hard for me to believe. Mm -hmm. And like the crazy emotions that you feel, crazy coincidences, stories, everything you hear, it's just like, it, there's gotta be something more, right? Yep. And so I am, I guess, in a state where I'm kind of floating. I don't know exactly what to believe or what I believe. So that's, yeah, I guess agnostic is the best way to, best way to put it. I have questions I want to ask you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Um, I think I've mentioned my faith a lot on this podcast, but I'm Muslim. Um, I was born into a Muslim family. Um, luckily I, within my family, religion was never forced upon. Um, it was, taught to both my brothers and I at a young age. My parents pretty much put the tools in front of us to help guide us into practicing um, our religion that my parents obviously had. And um, I've been very blessed to just kind of take um, over the religion by myself and really like allow it to guide me in my life. I mean, Religion and faith is everything to me. It's what I stand for. It's the root of what I believe. It's I've, everything that I have in my life is because of my faith. If I didn't have faith, I wouldn't be the optimistic person that I am today. Um, but I'm Muslim, and I, that's it. <laughs> Go more into detail later. <laughs> um, that's so relieving, though, that you can have a Muslim and a Christian be best friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like both be it's dedicated so to your own oh, religion yeah. but still be well fine as friends. And that in of itself. I mean that's kinda like one of those coincidences almost for me, like what you were talking about. Like I mean, we just I don't know, we connect on a certain level with, you know, loving God and knowing God. And I think it's even more than that, we just also really accept each other and have always accepted each other. Mm -hmm. And we've, you know, we have differences, but we've not really focused on it. Well, that's the thing. One thing I'll say for sure is we never grew up in households that allowed us to be separated or like your parents never said, oh, you can't be friends with a Muslim. My parents never said that or anything like that. So we have families that are very open minded in general and they're very caring and loving. And that kind of like what went into us and our relationship. I mean, we never, I mean, from a young age, like, I never looked at you as being of a different race or a different religion. Anything like, it was just, like, you you is you, right. and I love you for that. Right. And then, like, as we grew older, like, we would have, we would always, I think every time, almost every time we talked on the phone, we would always have conversations about religion. Mm -hmm. And she would give her, like, part of what she believes in, if, depending on what we're talking about, I would give mine. And it's so, like, amazing to really see how we can, like, how they're so the same in a way, mm -hmm. 
But like even if there are things that we believe in that might be different, it does not mean that she's wrong, I'm wrong, or it's not something that just separates us. It's just like you're right and I'm right, and that and you know what I mean. It's That's like so there is yeah. like well, acceptance is also another big thing in in Islam and Christianity, yeah. and I think a lot of religions, yeah. like what you were saying. Um, and so I think that's really played a big part. Um, but also the principles are pretty much the same. Yeah. It's the practices that are a little different, but... I mean, that's the thing, right? The core value and principles of all religions... Huh? I wouldn't say all. Okay, for most <laughs> most religions. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to label it, but for most yeah. religions that we know are be a good person, live your life with good intentions, yeah. don't lie, don't mm-hmm. cheat. Um, like, just those, like, values are, like, people that, people just don't look at. They always have to look at other things that make us different and special. But realistically speaking, we have, in my opinion, we have a faith to help us, to help guide us in life to better ourselves and better help this world in that way. Yeah. Agreed. But, yeah. You agree with me? But I want to first go. I want to get before I ask you a question. I want no. I want to get your take on this. Mm-hmm. Being an ag or if you quote quote unquote agnostic, um, coming having been raised in a Christian family, how do you see? religion in general coming up based off of what we just said like do you agree with us oh yeah 100 percent. like that's why i've been struggling so much with like my faith is the fact that religion is so beneficial to life in general like there's almost nothing negative that comes out of religion i mean there's there's some if you take it too far but those are kind of extremist cases where people go, you know, a little overboard with their faith. Um, or, or just don't, you know, follow whatever their belief is mm-hmm. like, like, correctly. But, like, as far as just the basic blueprint that's provided by religion, it's, like, it, that's essential for living a positive life that benefits, like, the entirety of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. So why do you think you kind of got to this point of, in a sense, confusion? Uh, I would say a mix of, like, my surroundings, society, and Mm -hmm. everyone I follow, and just kind of the mixed, like, kind of data that I've (laughs) I've downloaded throughout life. Yeah, he's a very big research person. (laughs) The world is such an influence. Yeah. But it's so hard because it's like, especially growing up in a, a public school, it's like you're taught that there is no religion, that evolution was like the only answer. Mm-hmm. Like everything came from the Big Bang that came from nowhere somehow. Mm-hmm. But that's somehow more logical than uh, a magical kingdom in the sky. Like both seem crazy to me. So it, I guess it's just through all of my studies and how I've seen people act in church, 
I've seen, like, I grew up with a lot of Christians who weren't Christian at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. for instance, I I was a, a leader for a while at a church, and I felt like I was the most Christian person there, even though I wasn't, like, a true person of faith. Like, I, it was really weird. And so that kind of deterred me a little bit. Is like, is this what being a Christian means? But then again, I do have... A very close friend my, my friend Zach if he does listen to this who is like in my opinion perfect Christian he's like he's a seventh-day Adventist he's like an amazing guy you would never know he was Christian un- unless you asked him mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of how it should be it shouldn't be someone preaching about how much faith they have in their God or trying to push it on you or thinking that they're better than everyone else because they are going to heaven in their mind. Uh, but he's just the most kind-hearted person, super nice. So so it's like I get those mixed signals, yeah. so I'm just kind of right in the middle right now. I just don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, like, I totally agree with that. I question, you know, I think we all do. We, oh, yeah. you know, question, oh, yeah. like, we have moments where, like, is God really real? How can he be real? You know, because I think it's a human thing where we try to put things into perspective based on what we see or what we know can be possibly true. Um, But I think in many religions, it's just God is just something else that we will never understand because he's too big and we just can't even get on that level. Mm. Um, But I totally get, you know, and I've wondered about like the Big Bang Theory and all of that too. And I mean, it's, it's... questions that I have too yeah so I think it's one of those things I just don't like how it's so binary it has to be why does it have to be big bang why does it have to be religion created the universe why can't it be God created the big bang and thus created the universe like I I don't know I, I just feel like there's more than well obviously as a society we don't know jack shit about the universe (laughs) <laughs> so no, yeah. So there's there's so much more that we can learn. I just don't know what is out there. So, you know. So do you do you feel like you being kind of like right in the middle and this like should I go this way? Should I go that way? What should I believe in? Do you think it's because of kind of like how society and politics and culture in this world in general has displayed religion to be and how you see people who call themselves christians or who call themselves muslim and are the complete opposite do you feel like when you see that it it affects you in kind of like the decision you want to make or do you or like for example the research you do or the data whatever you look at do you feel like these are like things that are like affecting how you choose to maybe in five years believe in whatever religion or whatever you want to call it they don't like make the decision for me if that's what you're asking like i mean they definitely do influence me influence that's what i mean yeah they but they don't determine my decision like my decision is based on everything that i can think of as far as like the reasons of why i should believe or should not believe and like I, i don't know i've felt things that are godly like i've had emotions just rush over me because of like like for instance i I was praying on the beach once and just burst into tears for no good reason yeah and it's like i don't know what that was 
you know it could just be an overwhelming feeling of comfort and safety and hopefulness that there is something after death or it could be a biological trigger that hit me just because I felt so comfortable or something like that I, I don't know I, you know I have no answer I'm no expert but it's just so hard to kind of read in between the lines and avoid all the, the negative aspects that extremists bring. For sure. It's, yeah. And I think one of the, um, the big things that like really sometimes alienates people who are kind of like don't really know what to believe or are confused about, you know, and we all are to some extent. But I think it's actually the thing of religion because religion, people take that to extremes and people will try to, you know, it, it's kind of, I feel like religion is kind of based on like almost community mm. and people kind of get together and they create, they twist things maybe. And so I feel like your relationship with God is just more personal. And so I feel like each person, it's like a personal thing, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think it's the whole idea yeah. of this religion and you have to do things a certain way and yeah, that kind of makes people, that alienates people. A hundred ten percent. I mean, yeah. like kind of first going back to what you said, yeah, religion, there's, there's community. There's the Muslim community. Even within the Muslim community, there's Shiites and there's Sunnis, which is, Ugh, my eyes twitching. It's like a whole freaking other story <laughs> that shouldn't fucking exist. I'm sorry. Sorry. Anyways. Um, but, and then there's like Judaism, Hindu, whatever, all these religions. And it's like, but like you said, it's a personal thing. I personally don't believe that religion, aside from like kind of we giving each other's opinions on it and having a conversation, it is not a debate. It is not something that we should fight for. We should like, prove you wrong or like you're this is how it is and I look at this no it's a personal thing if it's whatever you believe if you believe in that tree that has life in it and it's God you believe in that if that's helping you become a better person believe in it. I always say that the way I look at it is God or whatever you want to call it is puts these religions and different beliefs out there to help us get to a main goal in life or a, like kind of get to the core value of life but let's say if I was a practicing Christian I wouldn't be the person that I am today but maybe me being a Muslim it's what is what's helping me get to where I want to be today maybe if you were a, uh, a if you were practicing Hindus then maybe you wouldn't be the person that you are today or if you or if you were practicing Christian you are the person you know what I mean like yeah. it's like that's I feel like it like it guides you because Kind of like you said, like if you say religion, like if you say I am a Christian or I am a Catholic, people or even Muslims, I sort of we we freaking judge people way too much within our own religion. But like we all of a sudden now categorize you and we look at you a certain way because I know how Muslims and what Islam teaches us to practice. We will automatically judge you by that. And like I remember when I was a kid, when I was like. In middle in high school for high school early college like my first two years um i always would see you know a song like girls are supposed to dress modest or you're not supposed to drink you're not supposed to do that and i always see people doing that but then 
when Ramadan comes or special holy events in Islam come to about and everyone is at the mosque and everyone's praying and everyone's crying to God and asking forgiveness, but then just the night before, you were doing the complete opposite of what your religion told you. And I would always question, like, I'm like, Mom, like, the Quran says this, like, we're supposed to, why, why are people not doing it? Why? And then, I was, and then I got to a point where even Elise knows this, I think just within the past couple of years, I really became open-minded and realized that, you know what? You don't, it's there to guide you. Not everyone, 95% probably of everybody, no one ever follows religion to its core. Like we really are not to that because we're humans, we're weak, we make sins, we make mistakes, and it's simple as that. But you guide it to a point where it's leading you to the right way. And you're, let's say you make sins or you make mistakes and you learn to repent and forget and forgive yourself and better yourself. Then I feel like you're kind of guiding yourself to the right way of like living a better life. Kind of like what you do every day or we all do in a sense is we seek to better ourselves every single day. And kind of like that's what religion helps me at least. Like, mm -hmm. Sorry, I just went on this rant. Anyways. Fantastic. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Like, I feel like, regardless of what your belief is, you should live as if there's a God watching. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, like, yeah. that's what my mom taught me when I was in high school, I think. I was some rebellious teenager. Oof, and she told rebellious. me. Yeah, yeah. She told me, she was like, act. Like when you're alone, act like people My are watching. My mom always says that. Yeah. That's so true. And I so ever that. since then, I've tried to tried to do that, and it's, I, I just feel like that's the way to be, like not necessarily trying to impress, the people who aren't watching, right? But, living a, kind of a, a righteous life, mm -hmm. where you're not harming others, you're, trying to make society better in some way right so is that so kind of that kind of like answer i guess my question that i was gonna ask like why do we think religion exists like can you guys give like a sentence about why do why do you think religion exists i mean like that's such a a what? crazy question i feel like because we don't know no one no, knows but like, coming from how why? how religion has affected you mm -hmm. and i as as it's what, been a what's part of purpose? your life for you okay yeah like why do you think it exists or what do you think the purpose of religion is i for mean you? okay so religion to me is something completely separate from again my relationship with god so god existed before you know i did god and every, the world existed so i mean I, I, there are answers and I just don't know, you know, but, um, religion, I feel like religion, <laughs> okay, do you feel like you Yeah, have? so I don't, you go ahead, Elmira, I'm just yeah, why are you guys saying me? <laughs> or Jake, <laughs> you go ahead, Jake, <laughs> sorry. No, it's like, I mean, if you don't have one, I don't mind. Well, okay, so let, let's clarify the question. What's what's the so exact question? The question, so you kind of brought up two, but my question was, why do you believe religion exists? Like, you're, no, I don't want you to give me, an, like, a, a statistically defined answer, what, like, mm -hmm. Google has given us, but, like, for you personally, why do you think religion exists? 
I'm in the same boat with Elise. Yeah. yeah well, is, is there an answer? Do you have an answer? <laughs> For myself? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. I don't what, know. I haven't well, asked myself that question. Let's, let's hear your answer. Um, damn. Okay. That's a really hard question. <laughs> like, because I automatically want to think, uh, like, fear of death is a major, plays a major role in why people become religious. Yeah. Uh, because it's impossible to even fathom what death entails, right. and, you know. So people have to, you know, take comfort in being like, oh, well, there's still life after you die. Mm -hmm. But what if there's not? But, you know, it, it's just, it's, that that could be one case, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really don't have an answer. What's, what's your answer? Okay. What I... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. It's so tough, I huh? no, it is. Yeah. Okay. So first, let me kind of clarify one thing that's on my mind. So with the way I look at religion, which I don't know if I've told you or not, but it's kind of like I look at religion in a sense that you have, let's say, in Islam, for example, what I believe in. We, I, the way I look at it is I have the practicing portion of my religion and I have the faith aspect of my religion, which refers back to what Elise said, the relationship you have with God. The practicing portion, I feel like I, I do my part to follow Islam, right? Pray five times a day, fast, give to charity. With the five pillars, what the five pillars are of Islam are, I follow it, and I believe that I, for the most part, do my best to succeed in the aspect of my practicing part of my religion. The faith portion of religion, the way I look at it, is my relationship with God. How am I connecting to God? How... Um, how is how is the how big is the door how yeah how big is the door open with me allowing God to come into me and into my heart and and me feeling that effect of him and communicating with him and kind of like what you said what your mom says making sure that every time I'm in a position that I may do something that maybe I shouldn't I'll remember you know what God's there and I know that he wouldn't like this and I know that it might not be the right decision for me so I'm not gonna do it and I know I'll be good not doing that so that's kind of like the way I look at religion there's a faith and then there's a practicing but why what I believe in why what I think the reason is that religion exists or what its purpose is for me it's to make me like I've answered that I feel like I've answered this before is to make me into a better person I do not believe that if I didn't have my religion if I didn't have I'm not gonna say specifically Islam but if I didn't have God in my life I wouldn't be the person that I am today I wouldn't be having these good intentions and these aspirations of helping people or whatever it may be I would I know for a fact that I wouldn't because every time that I feel like I'm steering away from God I'm steering away from the person that I am and I know that if it, it's because of my faith that really serves as a backbone in my life I've hit many many rocks and like like um rock bottoms in my life and I've seen multiple setbacks that you guys probably know about and and if not more, but I've never dwelled on it. I've never been into a depressed state. I've never, I mean, I've been sad, but I've never been to a point where I'm just like completely blacked out of everything. It, my faith and my religion serves as a light into the darkness of my life because life is really dark. It's very evil. It's very sad and depressing, but I feel like religion and faith really serves as that light in my life. So I think that's the purpose for mm -hmm. me. 
Oh, we got one. Um, So from a Christian perspective, I mean, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm just because this is where it kind of gets into like a different like part. But when you were talking, somehow it just made me, I mean, like the purpose of Christianity and what we call the gospel, it's, it's, it's what's in the Bible and, you know, it's everything like that, is to bring people to, to help steer people towards the cross because then that's how people will go to heaven is what Christianity believes. Um, so, I mean, I guess that would be because the people, I mean, I don't know, it's getting, it's getting, <laughs> because I feel like I'm just like, what? I don't know. I don't like no, forcing you're my... No, you're not. No. Okay. Oh, they don't know if we call you a but we, <laughs> we have an inside um, thing. But like, anyways. No, no but Wait. so the, the, the real, I mean, what it is, is like, you know, the devil, the enemy is alive mm-hmm. and well in the world, and that's what, you know, playing a huge part. And so there's a battle there, is what it is. And I do truly believe that. I do believe in the devil, and I believe that he's working in the world just yeah. like God is. God yeah. is, of course, bigger. Um, but the purpose of Christianity or what people, you know, another way to call it in Christianity is the gospel is to kind of at work with everyone to kind of bring people to the place where they can be saved to then get into heaven. So, I mean, like that's in a te- technical standpoint, that's the purpose of um, Christianity and to me um, yeah it's kind of like what purpose to has me I'm just like life? because it's hard for me to believe like how can people there's good people like there's great people you're a great person you, you it's it's everyone you're a great for everyone you know I mean it's just there's great people and it's just because just because people believe something different how can that mean that they're that there it's one way or the other so i think that's a really hard part for me with religion as well um but for me it's just about my relationship with god for me personally it's just my relationship with god and growing close to god and doing and just thinking beyond myself and being a light in the world as much as i can be so that's Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, like, brought up a good point where it's, like, you're a good person, I'm a good person, you're a good person, but if we all believe in something different, like, how can that separate us? The way I, and, like, I've been surrounded by so many people, especially when I would go to the mosque, where they really do look at it in a closed-minded way, like, you, you're this person who believes this is wrong and whatever, but I was raised in a family where, like, no one is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, how, how can you? Like, that's something I don't understand. It's, like, what gives you the confidence and the audacity to believe that because you don't believe in a God, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Or because you believe in Christianity, I'm sorry. Like, how, like that's, yeah. like, disgusting to me it's in a hard. way. It's like, that That shouldn't, like, if you are a religious person, you are, like you said before, you should remember that you should be accepting of everybody. It's as simple as that, like. Yeah. It, we need to love everyone. That's, and like, the, that's everyone. like the value yeah. of religion is like to love to spread love to spread peace like it's as simple as that and it's just so sad when you see people that are like like narrow minded and it's like yo like there is a whole world out there if not more that like like you have to learn to see and to explore and it's kind of like 
Like in my family, we have a Hindu, we have a Catholic, we have a Jehovah's Witness, we have Muslim, we have non-believers. Like my family consists of like within my like cousins and we like consists of everything. And my best friend is Christian. Like if I believed in that sense that everyone was like I Islam is the key to everything, I would have no friends. And that's hard for me. I'm just saying. It's so hard. It's really no, hard. really. Um, but okay. Do you have an answer, Jacob? Not really. So, okay, tell me what you're Well, thinking. okay, so I was going to ask you guys that question. It is the fact, like, do you guys believe that somebody's wrong? And it's beautiful that you answered that for me. Thank so, you. I I just, yeah. It's hard for me that I can't like, believe just, that someone's yes. wrong. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> we're, we're all equal. We're all the same, and no one in this world no. is better than the other. So well, like, like, in Christianity, right? Like, that's the main story is the fact that, Jesus died for our sins. Yeah. He died for imperfect people. So if you wanted to be a like a I guess good Christian, mm-hmm. then you would do the same. You wouldn't right. shun the people who are, you know, committing adultery, people who are doing drugs, living a sinful life. You wouldn't you wouldn't you stray from them. You would embrace them. You yeah. would take yeah. them into your home and try to help them. Right. And the Bible does say to do that, but the Bible also says that you need to also be sharing the gospel and sharing about what Jesus did and doing all that. And then again, in this world and this in this climate, and then just with ourselves personally, it's hard to do that because it's like, and you're forcing your opinion <laughs> no. yeah. on, and that's the hard thing with you and me too. I mean, sometimes it's not hard. We, we've gotten along fine, but it's like, we believe two different things. We both believe in God, but it's like, it, hard to like but see i don't think it is i don't the think way it's I, hard. I feel like you might you might you you don't want to offend exactly. see i don't care about that i don't that. want to offend because no but see if if you know me you know i wouldn't part. get offended though like yeah. that's the thing i've learned is like if you're talking you're not gonna go up to a stranger and be like yo let me tell you about islam and how do. good it is okay well <laughs> you know they got probably they get paid for that i know my aunt who believes in jehovah's witness does i get it like but she's so passionate about it that she wants to but everybody's different like i'm not gonna we're not gonna get to that but my point is that like i wouldn't like i've been to your church and like you haven't been to mine yet but like it's I've like wanted to. yeah we, which we really should definitely do and it's kind of like a um it's i wouldn't mind you giving me a part of Christianity that you think that's gonna help me in a situation in my life because at the end of the day if what you're giving me is gonna make me into a better person you just got a good reward on your end from God and I'm becoming a better person so we both win and if you're going through something in your life and I'm like Elise let me tell you this this part of Islam and the Quran says this isn't this and if you think you know what that's good don't like the way I look at it is people say no if you take a something or a verse from the Bible or whatever and you try to implement your life you're sinning and you're going against Islam I don't believe in that mm-hmm. I think they're all the same they all have their core values and if you're helping me become a better person or better my situation or or help me steer away from a sin that I was about to commit thank you that's why god placed you in my life Mm -hmm. and that's why christianity exists because it's helping a muslim become a better person and not commit the sin that she was going to sin Mm -hmm. you know it's like it that shouldn't like that yeah you shouldn't feel like 
afraid or uncomfortable to like well I just don't want to because I mean it it comes down to like a really personal thing and it's a very strong thing that people believe in and so it's it's conflicting you know when you I just don't want to push anything on anyone Mm -hmm. and so that's like my issue that's totally natural though yeah like that's just kind of avoiding an unnecessary argument no like that that happened to me well, well, oh, sorry. Go for it. It's more for me. It's like making people. I don't want to ever have someone question or feel like I'm questioning their core values and what they believe and what they've but based their life around. Mm. You know. I get what you're saying. I mean, one thing like I've learned is, um, especially ever since I've been wearing the scarf, is because um, I displayed as a Muslim now. Is I've learn to lead by example and show through my actions Mm -hmm. and it's like when you do that you don't obviously have to physically show who you are what religion you practice but like through your actions and through your kindness and whatever it is that you right there are doing your part by spreading your religion and helping people like without them even knowing like your religion taught you something good Mm -hmm. to go and help that person on the street they may not know it's because of your religion but at the end of the day you're still doing something like through something like through god to help someone else and it's like you don't have to go and like listen because christianity told me this i'm helping you don't have to do that that's Mm -hmm. forcing on someone Mm -hmm. but like you're through your actions and through the pillars of your religion and what it taught you you're through action you're showing them that and that is so much more valuable than having to make a statement you know but um but yeah i mean i mean okay you answered your question you did right why you think it uh, is do you feel like you have another answer or a, uh, i don't think so i think it's a little harder for me to answer that because i'm not a person of faith at the moment so it's not like religion doesn't really play a large role in my life. I have a question for you. Hmm. So you okay? First question is you were raised in a family that was Christian. Mm-hmm. So did they practice a lot? Loosely. Loosely. Yeah. Okay. So they're like no offense to them, but no. they're Christian for the the comfort that i was talking about it's like they would go to church on sunday they would pray for their meals and then do like some little side studies on their own just rarely but i mean they've from what i've witnessed at least gone kind of back and forward between being practicing christian and just kind of nothing at all Mm -hmm. and so that was also, I guess, a big kind of influence on me and the fact that they weren't true Christians. But then I I can't say they, they weren't true Christians. I, I'm, I haven't really discussed their belief, uh, so I, I can't speak on their part. But I you know found god again later in life when i was moved out and so i don't know i i don't i don't have an answer for that really um you've said this a couple of times what does a true christian look like in your eyes 
were talking yeah, about. Your I friend, mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty like, much it right there. Okay, okay let, uh, give me another like example. The what does that mean? So, okay, I'll, I'll give you. Because I don't a, get that. People sometimes say, "Oh, you're a true Muslim." What? The, well, I don't know what that means. So. Like, well, no, but. so a person. Okay, so I'll give another example. My grandfather. He is uh, a pastor. He started his own church, and he is as Christian as it gets. And so he, I consider that to be someone who practices their faith on their own, has like undoubted belief in, you know, their mission and what they're doing, but without forcing it on others. They let the power of their God influence others rather than them, you know, kind of forcing it themselves and so like my grandpa he takes in homeless people he takes in people who've committed crimes into his home to sleep in his home with his family and that is and he doesn't he you wouldn't know he was christian either unless you went to a church and saw him preaching the bible right Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like that in my mind is a true person of faith someone who doesn't have to prove that they're a person of faith they just are you know right they show it through their actions and yeah their words. right and sorry i'm like very interested in this and what does a person of faith mean to you like that's what i'm trying to get to is when you look at i'm, I'm gonna stick with true christian because this is what we're talking about mm. um like, okay, someone you mentioned, okay, someone who doesn't have to force their faith onto somebody else. Enough. But but I'm talking about what are the characteristics of a true Christian? Like, what what gives you that ability to quote-unquote label that person as that? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, what I described, but something that I can't see is, like, their, like, genuine belief in their religion. Like that's, and you can kind of tell, you can, you can kind of weed out the people who are just doing it for the comfort's sake or for, because their family believes in it or whatever. You can kind of tell, but I don't know. There's just something different about how a true person of faith comes off. Uh, But I I can't give you like a, a true definition of what. Because someone can come off that way, too, and be totally malicious. You just don't know. That's true. See, what I'm trying to get to is, like, if I didn't know you, and if I just knew you were a Christian, like someone who is just a Christian, whatever, I would think that you are a good practicing Christian. And the only reason I say that is because of the person you are, the characteristics you hold as a person. Like I told Elise, I'm like, I hope everyone has Jake as a friend in their life because <laughs> you, no, seriously. That makes me because, so happy. No, <laughs> because you honestly, I really do hope that like you have a presence to, you have good characteristics. You really are a good person who lives his life with good intentions and will go out of his way for anybody. I know we've discussed this before, but you really would, and you don't do it for the, the, the how it makes you look or how it makes you feel or tell people about you don't gloat about it. you are so humble 
and you carry yourself in a way that you seek to help people but you also want to help yourself to help people like that's just so beautiful and so rare to find and you know we don't have to label it you don't have to call like you don't need a label to be that person but what I'm trying to get to is like wouldn't you in a sense be a, a Christian like wouldn't you like a true Christian practicing Christian in that sense because doesn't the Bible tell you to be a good person and to like I'm not saying go preach your religion but like live your life with good intentions and be like don't lie don't cheat like you're not that type of person so it's kind of like well I, I guess that's something I've also asked myself like uh, well thank you first off for those <laughs> amazing kind amazingly kind words but uh I always wondered like if you lived a life as if there was a god weren't a, a man of faith would you still go to heaven what does a man of faith mean to you then like believe like you believe in god like you're undoubtedly faithful to jesus christ but you didn't you just say like if you believe that there was a god you just said that you said if you live your life knowing that there is a god but you weren't a man of faith? No, as if there was a God. Okay, so you believe so, that as if So, like, in my case, I don't necessarily believe that there is a God. I don't necessarily believe there isn't one. But I'm not faithful to a God. So you don't have a relationship so, with God. Is right. that what you're saying? Which is a big thing in Christianity. Like, right? I mean, it's for the every, most part. It's on, I think it's every yeah. religion. It's, it, yeah, not, not just Christianity. But, from, yeah. Right. And so... I feel like, I don't know, a big question for me is what if you live extremely righteously compared to someone who is of faith? Like, yeah. is the person who is of faith prioritized over the person who lives more righteously? I think or? that, I think, I know. I think, I think that, like, if you are a person who lives his life righteously and maybe you don't have a certain label on it or you just don't know because you're in this confusion but like you believe that you have lived your life so righteous and tomorrow god forbid you die i believe that you you're in heaven yeah. i don't think that god says oh i'm sorry you don't believe in me you don't have a relationship with me we didn't have talks and you don't believe in christian or whatever you're going to hell that's hell, the that, tough thing I don't, for me that's I the tough thing that. for me because in christianity that's so true. I mean, like in Christianity, they say like you have to accept Jesus to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And I've struggled with that so many times because it's like, and I've even struggled with the idea of Jesus too, because God is one thing for me, but Jesus is like another thing because he was here as a human. And it's mm -hmm. like, how can that, it's just, it, but I mean, altogether, I do believe that, but that's like one of the main principles you have to like accept Jesus as your savior to get to heaven um but I do think that people I I mean I think that God will is always working and I think um he will bring things into your life that gives opportunities to show you and show everyone how good he is and what he can do and I think that you know, but I mean, it's hard. Like, it's really hard to, because people, you're a great person. You come off as a really good person. You give really good vibes. And so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's so true. It's like there's people who are like faithful Christians 
and you know there'll be it's I don't know it's just it's yeah it's yeah. it's exhausting it's so hard to think about yeah <laughs> well yeah no it is <laughs> yeah my um there's this old saying in Islam my, I'm not don't quote me on it but there is the way we look at it it's like you or at least people who aren't extremist or uh, close-minded but it's kind of like my dad always tells me he's like there is that muslim that prays five times a day fast every single like year of the of the month or whatever and does everything a good muslim should do but has lied to so many people and who has done this who has cheated on his wife and whatever whatever then then there's the there's the lady who is a stripper who doesn't believe in god who sleeps with all these guys but she saw a cat that was hungry and starving on the side of the street and she gave the food that she had for herself to the cat and they say that 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 girl has a better chance of going to heaven than that person does who would constantly lie and cheat so it's kind of like it i the way i look i know this might this is probably not every muslim at all but the way i like it's just it's your heart it's so religion is so personal and so beautiful and so valuable and it doesn't have to have a title it doesn't have to have a label but it's like if your heart is pure and if you are willing to have that to maintain that altruistic behavior to sacrifice something for yourself to help someone else you are probably far more practicing have such a better spot in heaven than every other person that i know like that's i don't know that's just maybe islam doesn't always look at it that way but that's how i look at it and that's why i think it's helped me be so open-minded and ex- really accept everybody and not believe that labels define me because that shit does not work mm. that's all okay yeah. <laughs> okay see all, all these religions too derived from <laughs> thousands of years ago yeah you know and so i wish that a new religion would pop up with that thought in mind is just we have the new age what do you guys think about new age stuff because that's like a newer thing people you know it's like in with like what is it like the law of attraction and, and astrology and oh that's and that's like that's like a religion now yeah, like new yeah. Age. I, have, I don't know anything about that that's yeah. i feel like into that yeah, well like you made a good point where it's like oh i wish there was a new religion that like had the beliefs that we do the look the ways that we look into life but it's kind of like at the end of the day the way religion was built 10 15,000 years ago it, it you can't you cannot practice it the way like the way life is now it's oh, it, yeah, evolving sure. and it's we're, we're changing and stone yeah no people and who it's committed like, adultery <laughs> seriously and it's kind of like just use it to guide you take advantage of the religion you have or whatever you want to believe if you don't believe in this religion if you think religion x is helping you become a better person than the religion that you have if you think it's a convert if that's making you a better person then like my aunt she was born into a muslim family and uh, she was never a bad person but what i'm saying is she was born to a muslim family islam did not help her it did not help her with her relationship with her husband it didn't help her with her relationship with her family it didn't help her with the relationship with herself she converted to jehovah's witness and she is a blooming flower now like she really has such a pure heart god bless her soul like she is such a good person and is so genuine and she doesn't 
forced religion on you so you you have to learn or practice jehovah's witness but she just wants to teach you what she what was taught so maybe one day you can feel the love that she feels doesn't mean you will but it's like it's made her into such a better person than she thought she was before so so be it No, that's true. And one thing with me and my relationship with God, it did not come from anything that people were saying to me or people were forcing on me. It came from situations in my own life Mm. um, that kind of led me closer to God. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And this is what I was going to ask you, Jake, Michael, Trevino. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like you need to hit a rock bottom in your life or a hard point in your life or something where you lose someone or you lose something or whatever that will help you become closer to a God in a certain religion or whatever Mm. it may be? No, because I've had many low points in in between my kind of bout with faith. Yeah. And and none of that determines what I believe in because that almost in a way is like kind of falsely becoming religious right like mm-hmm. if you go through something terrible and all of a sudden you're gonna pray to god you don't believe in because you're no just to, hoping, just to god just yeah okay right just hoping that that's gonna benefit the person you care about who's dying or something mm, you know so i kind of disagree with that you think that's a I a reasonable way to become a person of faith? No, 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 no. I think that, like, I was having... I'm not going to say her name, but I was having a conversation with a friend who's Muslim, and she was raised in a very strict Muslim family, and she came here, and she just doesn't practice Islam as much. She fasts on Ramadan and stuff, but, like, doesn't dress as modest or just doesn't really have... or doesn't pray five times. It just feels... She's even said that she doesn't really have a relationship with God, but she also has a fear of having a relationship with God because of her rock bottoms. And I've told her, I was like, you're at a really low point in your life. Just go cry. Go pray to God. Go talk to him. Let him guide you. And she was like, no, because I, I feel bad and guilty because I don't want God to think that I'm just coming to him just because I hit a rock bottom in my life and now he's going to help me. The way I look at it is that's why God is there for you. That's why faith, that's why he has an open door policy 24 So I feel like that's why he's there for when you feel like you're hitting a low point in your life and you have no one to go to and you just need someone to really hold your hand. He's there for you. Even if you're going to let him go tomorrow night, at least you knew you trusted him and you knew he was there for you for when you needed him. God, God, what I look at is God is not a selfish person. He is not a hate. Well, I'm not gonna say person. I'm sorry. God's not selfish. God's not hateful. God doesn't discriminate. He loves everybody. And whether you choose to sow him tomorrow, remember that he will still love you, even if you come back to him tomorrow night. Like, sorry, I got like <laughs> See, <laughs> I got some water. <laughs> See, I I disagree with that a little bit. Like, I totally agree with like he's there. Uh huh. In, in times of crisis, but I feel like that shouldn't be the only factor <laughs> that makes you pray to him, right? I but feel like it should that be. that is the factor for some people who have nothing or no like drive to go to close to God. Right. But maybe this reason is what brought it's them close to God. Them, it not helps them pray, but brings them closer. Exactly. To God. Yeah. Yeah. I and get. And a lot of times that is the case where people are at a really low point. Mm-hmm. 
I get that. I, to- I totally do. But I feel like if you're going to be a true man or woman of faith, that should be, you should pray during the hardest of times and the best of times. Yeah, but that takes time. Exactly. Right. right. It's a process. Right. But, it's and even even us who have like per se, let's say I, wants to be authentic. We, we have no. It's no. It's, I'm just <laughs> saying like no, if you I have understand. a true. But even me, people, if I consider myself my true Muslim or whatever, I have low times. I've sinned. I've not prayed. I've like distanced myself from God because I felt questioned and I felt like a certain way. But that doesn't mean I'm not a quote unquote true Muslim. I'm a I'm a like an authentic Muslim that has her flaws and has her strengths and it's like that's life you'll never be a straight line never you'll never have like a straight up line or straight it's just it's that ups and downs is that's what life's all about like you're Mm -hmm. meant to have these times of question of faith and whatnot because that's just what Well, we'll agree to disagree. No, on that I mean, point. I mean, if you have anything else to say, please, I want to know. No, like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I just feel like being a, a true person of faith is like at all times, for the most part. Like, of course, you're gonna have your your ups and downs. Like, you sure you'll fall out of faith sometimes, but it, like, it shouldn't. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. You shouldn't just be religious when you're in trouble. That I agree with. That I 100% agree with. Right. But I'm not discrediting the people who are religious just when they're in trouble. Like, it's better than nothing, obviously. But I don't know. I I just feel like that shouldn't be the only deciding factor of why you should pray. No. But it's like a starting factor. It's a though. starting factor. Yeah, it could be the catalyst to yeah, them becoming a true I'm person of faith. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not gotcha. saying just go to God every time. I agree time. with like, both of you guys. Yeah. Well, no, no it's but, true. No, yeah, I mean, we're, I know. I, we're on the same boat yeah, here. We're I, just paddling in different directions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. I don't think that, like, you should abuse your religion or God or whatever and just go to him only when you're in times of crisis. I'm saying that maybe you've been a person who's questioned your faith for years and really you just hit this really, really deep low where you're just like, okay, that's it. I cannot do this alone. I need some. I need God. I need mm. something in my life to help me, to just guide me. And then you return to God. Maybe you don't go to it fully, but it's like you said, it's a catalyst to be the reason as to why you've gotten closer. I, I, I 100% believe in that. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. This is a tough topic. I'm already getting tired. Dude, I need some <laughs> water. I mean, oh we're, we're an hour and five minutes in, so I, <laughs> yeah. this is usually the wrap-up point. So, no, we can go wrap up. We have more things to talk what, about. What else do we got? Um, well, I feel like we kind of covered like what do we think about believers and non-believers? Um, what do you guys think about people who believe in no God at all, who are atheists? It depends on how they go about it, because atheism is just a, a pure disbelief in, yeah. in God. But let's right? say you so have an atheist in the room. That is tough because that's just a negative thing, in my opinion. It's just like a pure kind of closed-mindedness. Now, I don't know much about atheism, so I I don't know everything that that entails. But 
it's just like a pure you're wrong kind of point of view see i had a friend in college um my excuse me my sec my first first and second year of college his name was nathan um he was a pure atheist like did not believe in god but we were very close friends and we would study every single day he was actually my ta for my chemistry class and he helped me out so much and i was and we would always on our study breaks because we would study together he would also tutor me in chemistry and we would always have talk topics about religion he never came off close-minded and disagree he never once said he disagreed with what i believed in he never even like came off in a sense that like i'm wrong he's right he always said he's like this is just what i believe in that helps me become the person that i'm today and that's it but it's like i don't i don't disagree that what you believe in but it's just that's just not for me that's one way of looking at it. But then there are those people that, again, kind of like how religion to religion do it, atheists to religions, how they enforce it on you. They know you are completely wrong and you should not believe in a God because he doesn't exist or whatever. That's a different way of atheist, right? Right. That's a, those are kind of like the extremists of everything. That's a good point. Yeah, like I follow this guy, Sam Harris. You guys know who no, he is? No, I don't. He is like a philosopher neuroscientist kind of guy and uh and i actually meditate to him every morning with his guided meditation app but he's an atheist uh there's certain things i disagree with him about like he is kind of extreme in the in the point where he just doesn't like he kind of discredits people who do believe in a god but uh, but he still makes a lot of really good points. And yeah. So, but he's still somewhat open-minded. Yeah. And so. I mean. Yeah, I guess it is kind of just how you go about yeah, being an atheist. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I was serving at the resort, like I would have so many guests that were atheists. Really, we would always have topics of conversations about these, and I'll never forget them. And like, it was kind of in a sense refreshing to have that conversations those conversations with that those those people with those perspectives because it just puts life into perspective and see how they might go about their daily life in such a positive way and yet they don't have any god that they believe and they do not believe a god exists but also me who believes a god exists i also go about my day in a good way like it's interesting to see that and i feel like i mean when I had my medical school interview, uh, uh, the interviewer asked me, um, she was like, what's a big ethical decision you think in um, healthcare would be within the next 30 years? And I completely blanked out. I had no idea what to say. And I was like, uh, well, me being a Muslim American, like it's a big problem, especially because I display my religion. So it's because it, there might be patients who don't want to be treated by me. And she was like, okay, well, how would you go about that? I was like, I'm not going to enforce any of my beliefs or values onto my patient. That's because I remember when I was in the hospital and I was interning, I've had so many patients that I would help doctors with that they did not want me in that room. They did not support because they knew I was Muslim. They didn't want, or even when I didn't have this on, they knew I was Middle Eastern. They did not want me in that room. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like you just do your best to let that person and that patient know that I'm here to help you on a medical perspective but i have no right to like like 
treat you differently just because you don't agree with my religion or my religion says that I should do this to you or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's an ethical thing. It's a, it's a be a human, you know, no one, you'll never have like everybody be on the same page as you. It's just kind of like, don't let their opinions on something affect you and shake up your core foundation because at the end of the day you we can have an atheist in the room and i would not mind that because they will probably disagree with everything that we say but at, when we leave that room our core values are not going to be shaken up and that's what matters mm -hmm. yeah right. yeah i guess it would be like i don't like avocados and so and I'd be like, I like you, avocados and you don't see anyone yeah. like forcing me to exactly. like avocados exactly. and you don't see me uh excluding anyone out of my life because they do like avocados yeah no but but th that's so true there are people who are like like vegans and they're wholeheartedly vegan they believe in and they they look at people who eat chicken in a bad way but mm. does i eat chicken yeah. right yeah yep. just the planet today <laughs> yeah I mean, you shouldn't let it get to you. I mean, like, it's like if whatever is your foundation you believe in, if you're not doing anything bad and you're not a bad person, you're not killing people, then snaps all around, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of things I want to talk about, but I feel like you guys are tired, so. I mean, I'm fine if I'm fine with yeah. it. Jacob? I, I, I can keep going. Okay, I can keep let's pushing keep through. Okay. I think I might need some water later on, but it's okay. Like we do have a straps. pause button. Um, we'll be right back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, that was a good five-second break. Omira enjoyed some trail mix. Yes, and water because my throat was <laughs> dying. Um, okay, so this has been a great conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this is an endless conversation, but since we're kind of limited, and it's night and we're tired. <laughs> so any work in the morning, any work in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I work in the morning, so this is awesome. <laughs> okay, so since Elise and I have talked so much about religion and our perspectives, let's kind of talk about non-believers, but also agnostics, because I want to get your input more on it. Um, Elise, first, do you have anything you want to ask him? No, not if you had something specific you, you were going to ask. No, if you do though, like, oh, like if you I want mean, to like, something. he's pretty much you've explained, but I mean, like, I feel like we haven't gotten much of your perspective. I feel like, I mean, he's given his perspective, but um, I feel like our our viewpoint since we're coming in with a religion is so strong that I feel like I don't know. Well, I just don't have like a, a solid belief set, so it's like. I don't have anything to build off of. So there's a lot of I don't knows that come out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Which know? is perfectly normal. Yeah. Which was both of us too. I yeah. Mean, we both are have like I don't know. Yeah. I'm like I would call ourselves. No one knows, right? right? No, no. <laughs> um do you feel like not having a certain religion or a label or whatever, just believe that there might be a god out there, do you think it's benefited you in any way in your life? Or not benefited you? Uh, well, cause I still live my life as if there is a God watching, like I said. So it's, I mean, I, I guess I could say, yeah, it, it has benefited me. Like religion itself has benefited my life greatly because that's what provided the, the foundation for my kind of morals. 
you know? And so all in all, religion has been a huge influence on my life and how I treat others and how I treat myself and how I, I view people should live their lives ideally. So, yeah. So then if you say that you live your life as if there is a God, putting aside religion, why can you not make that decision to believe in a God? Because, like we said, like nobody knows, right? So it's hard for me... Or have a relationship with a God. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just hard for me to... One, decide on which religion, first of all, because there's thousands of them. Yeah, but like, and, put aside the religion, mm -hmm. like the label, but just having a relationship with God. If you believe that you, if you are choosing to live your life as if there is a God, what is holding you back from having a relationship with a God? I don't know if there's necessarily anything holding me back. Or are you choosing not it's to? It's just I'm not ready okay. to believe yet. Okay. That's basically all I can say. Like, okay. I, I don't have any more details than that. Like, that's kind of it. Yeah. Right? Sure. But, like, and, and I'm not saying it's easier to be a person of faith, but it's, like, for for someone with my mentality, it's really hard to not believe in one thing or the other mm -hmm. it's hard not to believe in a god it's hard to believe in a god it's just like it's this battle that i go through and it's like it's it's almost better to be, like believe in a god right because it's just it provides so much comfort and like uh i, I wrote in my notes actually I, i've been fascinated with uh kind of war culture lately for some reason and uh specifically uh prisoners of war and so there's a, a pow by the name of uh charlie plum who's a, a jet pilot a fighter pilot if and people don't know what pow is i said it prisoner of war oh you said yeah. okay i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry i'm so <laughs> sorry i was focused on the m&m i'm but, sorry yeah. <laughs> looked good i can't yeah. wait to get into mine yeah but, uh, but he was shot down in uh, the Vietnam War. And so he was held in the Hanoi Hilton which for, for six years. So he was in a prison camp for six years. And so he had a wife. And throughout the entire thing, he was just... And he's, he's religious too, actually. I can't remember exactly what religion he believes in. Uh, but he was praying that he would find the strength to get back to his wife. And so he found strength through his wife while he was in this prison camp for six years. And so basically, a bunch of crazy stuff happened over those six years, obviously. But he uh, was sent home because the war ended. And so they sent him back home just to find out that his wife was divorcing him. And so, wow. so, but he, anyways, long story short, he was asked if he had wished to have been informed that his wife was divorcing him while he was in the camp. And he said no. And that's because he found strength in the fact that he was trying to get back to his wife. 
And so that could be translated to religion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It could be maybe you can find more strength because you do believe there's a God or find meaning in things uh, atheists or agnostics believe is meaningless. And, and I just feel like it's almost that. And that's why, like, when, when I would go back and forward in between being Christian and agnostic, it's, it's like, as soon as I decided I'm, I believe, it was just this overwhelming feeling of comfort and relief and a weight off my shoulders. It was just, it was so nice. But I'm not the type of person to believe something because it's easy. You know, no matter what it is, whether it's religion or, you know, whatever. Right. So, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? No, I think Jake, I mean, like, he's just being real. Like, yeah. you seem, you know, you're a yeah. very real person, and you just want to make sure you're covering all your bases. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, sure. no, <laughs> no one has answers. Yeah. No. Yeah. You just, I mean, you just know what you know what we know in our heart and mm -hmm. that's it yeah don't judge others for what they know in their heart yeah. like yeah so i have a i have a really good question well actually it's your question that we, i think would be a great ending to this podcast but my bonus question that i was gonna <laughs> ask which it kind of i guess in a sense light things up but not really because now it'll be a whole different conversation mm -hmm. and i know elise and i have always had this talk um and It'll be interesting in your perspective, too, because you don't have a certain religion or belief right now. But what do you think about people who are in relationships with different religions? Or not like like someone who's like Jewish? This, like someone who's Jewish or someone who's Christian. Or someone being in a religion. Like has a religion and then Someone doesn't who doesn't have a religion. Anything. Like any. those dynamics. What do you guys think of that? Like, I want to know your opinion. Okay. Hope. I mean, I've been in a relationship before. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, this okay. Is an endearing this name. is an endearing name. If, okay, so you guys have to understand when I call her Elise or when she calls me Elmira, that means I said something wrong yeah. or she's mad at me or I'm mad at her. When I call her Hope, which is a long story, but that means like, I love you. I yeah. want to listen to you. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so for me, I've been there. I've been in a relationship with someone who has completely different values than I had. Um, but then again, at that point in my life, I wasn't practicing Christian, or I I believed in God, but I wasn't actively. I wasn't actively it. seeking God. That's um, a good way to put it. So, I mean, like that. I think, I mean, if I look back in retrospect now, I mean, I think that had a lot to do with it. Even though we weren't, for me, my relationship with God plays a role in everything. So I think that was missing then. But at that point, I mean, we were still on different ends of the spectrum. But I don't know. Now I do believe that that's a very big thing. I think it just kind of comes along with different things like your values and how you look at your family and how someone else looks at their family needs to line up if you're going to be like in a close relationship with someone mm. whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship or you know no what 
No. What? I didn't. What? <laughs> what? No. But here, because you looked at me like oh, that. Oh, just because I looked at you. <laughs> no, but it's true. I swear to God, like, I don't know what you're and, talking about right Oh, now. I thought you were talking about me because I'm saying like those core values that needed to line oh, up. Oh, no. Oh, we're lining up we, all the way. Don't you worry. We have our core value of that we both have a relationship yes, with God. That's it. Up. Listen. So if you're going to be in a close relationship with someone, I think that's always going to be a conflict if you don't yeah. have I don't values. Think. Well, uh, with a friend? A close relationship. What the one like do you we can have? You, you have a close relationship. Okay. How is that? Like, like a romantic relationship, right? Is that what you mean? Romantic and platonic. No, like let's say a platonic relationship. Like how would that be a, a conflict? If you're in a close relationship because your values are completely different, we both believe in God, so that's our value that lines okay. up. Okay. Yeah. But if you're with someone that has a di- completely different value? I mean, I feel like there's going to be conflict if... I, I don't know. I don't I think mean, so. I had a friend in high school in 10th... Are you still friends with them? Yeah. You are? I had okay. a friend, her name was Bree, and she probably won't listen to this podcast. I'm not but like, No, but like... I, we were we're still friends like we don't talk as much because of distance and just mm-hmm. different lives but um she but was catholic very practicing catholic mm-hmm. and catholic or christian actually no i'm wrong christian i think she was practicing christian and no but she wasn't as open-minded as you oh. she didn't agree with a lot of things that i said and we would have like in a sense like not debates but like she would try to like put like talk not against it but like just like make sure that she made her point across and wouldn't really acknowledge or accept my point mm-hmm. and yeah. and it, it was kind of That's rough probably in the why face. you guys did, drifted no but we it. no we had no. a really good relationship like she okay. was my best friend in high school when you weren't there like from like 10 no seriously from 10th mm-hmm. grade 11th grade 12th grade like it was me and her like mm-hmm. we were so i i literally had no friends i was and when i found her like it was really like endearing mm-hmm. And it was important to me. And, like, even though we really couldn't connect on religion, but because we believed in God mm-hmm. and because at least I was able to accept her faith and her practice, it didn't affect our relationship. Okay. But, okay. I mean, I get what you're saying. I do yeah. get what you're saying. But I believe that it just, def- your core values don't have to align. Well, we're talking about friendships at least right now. Mm-hmm. But depends on how that person upholds those values. But in a terms of a um, romantic relationship, if you end up marrying that person get, or having yeah. kids with that person, that's no. going to be a conflict mm-hmm. later on. The, Zach, my, my quote-unquote true Christian friend, yeah. he, he, uh, his parents, uh, his dad's not religious and his mom is, and their relationship is pretty interesting. And Strained? Yeah, somewhat. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... And that could be other factors too. It it could be you know, the fact that they're just I don't right, know, other different problems. different people. See, yeah. yeah, but I think it depends on the person. And my cousin, he's uh, he's half American, half Persian. But he because um, his mom is a practicing Catholic, he took Catholicism into his life. But his wife now she's Hindu. And she's very passionate about her religion and her faith, and now they have a new child. And it's kind of like they're going to teach both of them to the child, and, you know, depending on what that child wants to, like, believe, he's going to believe. But my cousin is a very open-minded individual who believes in all religions and who believe he is such a phenomenal individual and has such a good heart that, like, 
it, it like that relationship with his wife I doubt will ever be a, like maybe a little bit but but I feel like because they're both even though she's very practicing they're both open-minded people who can accept love into their heart over anything I feel like their relationship wouldn't be afflicted as much as other people because at the end of the day, it's love it's accepting it's mm-hmm. peace like if you can follow that like I'm not saying it's going to be successful for a lot of people I'm just saying it's possible Right. Like have a for for exceptional people who are really open-minded, I'm sure yeah. it, it could possible. work. Yeah. 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 I just think it's going to be a conflict at yeah. some point down the road. If I mean, but then again, if maybe people are like like undecided, then it, that might not be an issue. But people who are like on two ends of the spectrum, where they're full on like practicing and one relates or one religion and then another is in another religion, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be an yeah. issue. Yeah, it'd be tough. What do you think? I feel like if you want the best odds for your relationship to last, I would say the base belief set should be similar. Like at least similar, if not the same. But that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it it wouldn't work, but with with exceptional people, like I said, I'm sure it could work. So you said similar. Does that mean you have to be in the same religion, or if like her and I have similar beliefs? Just like a similar mentality of how you go about life. Like a, Mm -hmm. like as long as you're open-minded and non-critical, and you know can empathize. Yeah. 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 I think I think I don't see why it wouldn't work. That's all that matters. Good job, you guys. Look at that. So open mind. Three open minds now. I like this. Well, last question. Do you guys have any words of advice you want to give to people about for believers, non believers, whatever it is, people who are questioning themselves from your own part? Okay, we are not experts. We know nothing. But from your own personal experience in life with God, without God, whatever it is, what advice would you give to someone, to anybody? I would say, if I had to put it on a billboard, I would say, uh, live your life as if God is watching. I really like that. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Yeah. I would say, don't let anyone force you or be a deciding factor in what you choose for you and just kind of follow your heart with what you with what you believe and just keep an open mind you know because you have to I mean yeah what about you I would say something that I always talk about is just live your life with good intentions and a pure heart and when you're ready to allow God to come into your heart and into your life it will it shouldn't be something that should be forced upon, but I feel like when you feel like there's something that you need and something that's missing in your life, it might just be that. Be open to having having that relationship with God. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, this was a lovely conversation. I honestly could have gone for so long. <laughs> it was a really good conversation, though. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? I think that does it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Elise, for coming on. Thank I you. I really, yeah, really you. appreciated your input. Like, it was really good mm-hmm. to have that, honestly. Very good. Um, well, until next time, I'm Almira. 
I'm Elise. And I'm Jake. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.